It's that time, the Betting Predators Podcast, where our main objective is hunting down the best bets for you. I'm your host, Sleepy J. You guys can find me on Twitter at SleepyJ underscore pregame. Joined here today by nobody. I'm here by myself. Going to go ahead, going to talk through Fury Wilder, the trilogy fight. This one will take place this Saturday night, October the 9th at T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. Now, this is the trilogy fight, but before we go ahead and get into this fight, we have to go back through the first two to really kind of lay the groundwork for what I expect in this fight. I will go ahead and give you guys two or three wagers for this one, but let's go back and circle back to fight number one. If you guys watched that fight, uh, you saw the results of that one. That one ended in a draw. Wilder had knocked down Fury twice in that fight, once in the ninth, once in the twelfth, and Fury got back up. And if you watched Wilder fight, uh, when he knocks you down, you simply don't get back up. One of the things that Tyson Fury did in that particular fight, after each and every round, he placated to the crowd and to the judges. And he got a lot of respect from the fan base because he looked like he was uh, going out there and and fighting his best and give him credit. But there were rounds that he he clearly lost and he was still raising his hands and showboating going back to the corner. And I believe that really pumped up the fan base, but it also might have pumped up the judges a little bit thinking that Fury was winning rounds that he clearly was losing. Fury is a fighter who will go ahead and showboat throughout an entire fight. does not matter who he's fighting. Uh, Stick his tongue out, put his hands behind his back, uh, wave his gloves at you. Uh, As I just mentioned, go back to the corner after he had lost a round or won a round, and he's going to raise his arms and and go ahead and get the crowd going. And I believe that the judges in the first fight might have actually fell victim to some of the antics that Tyson Fury uh, was trying to pull off there in the first fight. But give credit where credit's due. Uh, Fury came in off a long layoff. I believe it was about three years that he hadn't fought. And he steps in a ring against a bronze bomber, a guy who will put your lights out with one shot, uh, can easily send you in the hospital. And Fury was game. He was very, very game. I was actually quite surprised at how well Fury had fought. Uh, He came into that fight. I don't want to say he was overweight or out of shape, but clearly after seeing him in the second fight, you can go back to the first fight and say, you know what? That guy wasn't 100% going into that first fight. In the second fight, he clearly was, and we'll talk about that uh, here in a couple minutes. But going into that first fight, I can clearly say Fury was not in his best shape. He might have been in his best mind, though. And that's one of the things that Fury is an absolute master at. He can play mind tricks with you inside the ring and outside the ring. I thought Wilder looked fine for the first fight. Uh, He fought well. He did some things that were a little bit different, but really nothing from his norm. I mean, he's a right-handed knockout puncher, and I'm not necessarily sure that that's going to change, you know, for this particular fight and look like it didn't, you know, for the second fight. Now, the tail of the tape has these two guys. Uh, You know, these guys are pretty close. I mean, Fury's two inches taller, has two more inches of reach. Uh, but He probably will come into this fight considerably heavier than Wilder, and that could be a problem for both guys, in a sense, in this fight. One of the things that I thought was a little bit odd coming out of that first fight was the respect that both fighters had shown each other. Uh, It seemed like Wilder and Fury kind of got along a little bit before. Now, they really weren't in each other's heads. I mean, they were really just putting on uh, a show for people to buy their pay-per-view and to go ahead, promote the fight. And there was a lot of mutual respect uh, between both guys when the fight was over. And I thought that a lot of that respect was due to the fact that they haven't actually gone to the cards yet. And once the cards were read, went ahead and they decided it was a split decision draw, I don't think Wilder was exactly thrilled 
uh, that he didn't come away with the win in that fight, especially after the two knockdowns uh, later on in that fight. So I believe things changed probably there. Now, I watched that fight. I scored it a majority decision win for Wilder. You can argue all you want for Fury. That's perfectly fine. He went out there. He boxed great. He won a lot of rounds. But personally, with the two knockdowns, I had Wilder winning seven of the five rounds. Now, the second fight, that was kind of where a little bit of the bad blood started. Now, there were things that occurred in the first fight and things that occurred in the second fight that really make a case for one of the wagers I'm going to go ahead and make here in the third fight. Now, let's go to the second fight. It was a rematch that was agreed upon. I believe it was like a six or seven month turnaround. Now, both guys were jabbing back and forth, far more shot taking at each other. Uh, some of it was personal, but not super duper personal going into that fight. But look, Fury came into that fight 100% in shape, 100% mental. He came in the heavier fighter. He looked like he had changed his entire game plan and his entire approach going into that second fight. It seemed to me that Wilder was the smaller man, the weaker man, and the man who actually didn't change any of his game plan. And if you watch that fight, Fury simply ran over Wilder for a few reasons. One, he was just so much bigger. He was so much stronger. Uh, the punches that Fury was throwing in the second fight, they didn't look anything like they did from the first fight. They were crisper, stronger, more powerful. Uh, he put Wilder down in that fight simply because he just had so much more weight. And I believe that the training actually helped Fury in that second fight, uh, more than a lot of people realize. But here was the story of the second fight, and then you can kind of take some of the first and put this together. Wilder had made claims that Fury had cheated, uh, whether it was an issue with his boxing gloves, whether it was an issue with uh, some type of testing that had gone on, whether it was dirty antics in the ring, whatever it might be. In order for a professional boxer to even say that another professional boxer had cheated, I believe he clearly has to be in two mindsets. One, he is 100% convinced that that guy cheated. Or two, his ego is just so bruised that he's just making up any excuse possible. Now, I look at Deontay Wilder as a classy boxer who takes boxing seriously as a professional. I look at Tyson Fury the same exact way. But if you go and you watch Tyson Fury fight, and you can go back to fights to where Tyson Fury had fought fights before Deontay Wilder, and there are questionable things that Tyson Fury does in the ring. Uh, one of those things, uh, he has no problem hitting fighters behind the head. And he did that against Wilder, and Wilder went down, and the referee never said anything about it. Uh, he has issues with his gloves. He had an issue in the first fight. He had an issue in the second fight where he does a lot of slapping. Uh, you can tell that his fist is kind of balled up inside the glove, uh, whether his thumb's in there or not. Clearly, the gloves weren't fitting right. Wilder had mentioned that he believed they were soaking the gloves down in the corner. Uh, there's a lot of little things that you can do in boxing to go ahead and get you know a little bit of an advantage for yourself. And Wilder claims that Fury does uh, pretty much anything to get an advantage. And there have been a lot of reports out over the years about Fury and the tactics that he does. But look, this is boxing. Uh, guys can go ahead and they can push the line. They can push the limit. If something's on that gray zone, uh, you can bet your bottom dollar that Fury is going to press the issue uh, to go ahead and, and use those type of tactics. Uh, he's a tactical boxer. I mean, if you take all the heavyweights, uh, maybe even you know throughout the entire history of, of boxing, there aren't many heavyweights 
that can move like him that are just as big as that guy. That guy's a monster. So he can get away with a lot of things that a lot of other boxers can't as far as being able to hide certain things. And I'm not necessarily saying that it's cheating, but I'm just saying there are things that you can do to go ahead and get a little bit of an advantage when the referee isn't exactly seeing it or the referee is not calling it. And I believe from what I saw in the first fight and the second fight, because I watched those fights three times each, that there were a lot of questionable things that Fury did. And I believe that that's one of the reasons why Wilder called him out. Not only was it the glove, not only was it the punching behind the head, but a lot of it had to do with, you know, throwing shoulders into Deontay, uh, a lot of the slap boxing stuff, uh, even the double punching, which is illegal. So there's a lot of things that you can, can't do in boxing. And Fury, again, had pressed the limit on things that he was probably not supposed to be doing. But again, there's a gray area there. And Fury knows all the tricks. I mean, he's a professional boxer. The guy has never been beaten. So he's going to not only test Wilder, he's also going to go ahead and test the referee. And when he tests somebody like Wilder with that stuff, uh, what that's going to do is it's going to creep into his mind. It's going to get him off his game mentally, probably change his game plan, have him complaining to the ref, have him complaining to the corner. And more than likely, it's probably going to be the corner's problem to go ahead and try to fix with the referee. Now, with all that said, that has really stirred up the hysteria for this fight. Wilder went out plain and simple. He said, Fury, you cheated, dude. Like, you did this, you did that, you did this. And Fury said, uh, prove it. You can't prove anything. You're just another bum boxer that I beat up that's just wanting to complain. All right, fine. Now the personal stuff comes into it. Both fighters are saying that they want to hurt each other. Uh, they can't stand each other. Now, Tyson Fury hasn't come out and said that he hates Deontay Wilder. Uh, he said he doesn't hate anybody. But Deontay Wilder, in a sense, uh, I can tell you right now that he does not like Tyson Fury. He does not like him uh, as a person or as a boxer. He doesn't respect him uh, in any way, shape, or form, especially as a boxer, because he doesn't believe um, that a professional boxer should have to cheat. And look, that that's Deontay's, you know, that that's his, his own personal opinion, if that's the way that he feels. But uh, after the first fight draw, after the second fight, uh, it was stopped. The corner for Deontay Wilder threw the towel in. And I believe it was probably the right decision because Wilder, he was clearly out of it. Uh, he had a busted eardrum. Fury was so much stronger, so much more powerful. It was probably only a matter of time before Fury just kind of picked him apart, found his big shot and hit Wilder and sent him down to the canvas. And there could have been you know, a situation where Wilder was hurt. So the, the corner said, you know what? He's not going to find that big right hand. Fury's just too good. He can see it coming. And that's one of the things about Wilder is he telegraphs uh, his big right-handed punch. And Fury, a guy who can easily get out of the way, easily see it, uh, he knew that that was coming. So it, he never, you know, he never got hit uh, with that particular punch. But the corner did step in and they stopped it for Wilder. So now we get to the third fight. And there's a lot of things that we can probably discuss, uh, you know, that, that happened through the first and through the second fight. But I could tell you one of the things that probably needs to happen for this particular fight uh, for both fighters. As far as Deontay Wilder is concerned, he has to change his whole game plan because if he expects to go in there and knock Tyson Fury out with a right hook, which is a wild swinging right hook, that's not going to happen because Fury saw that in the first fight. He saw it in the second, and he's going to see it probably again here in the third, and most likely Wilder is not going to be able to land that punch. And that's the punch that he's knocked so many guys out of the ring with and Fury is just too big. He's just too smart 
to go ahead and let Wilder go ahead and crack him with that particular shot. Here's what I noticed with Wilder in the first fight, in the second fight, and it has me hesitant to go ahead and put money on him in the third fight. And it comes down to his legs. And if you watch the second fight, Wilder had said that this big suit that he had on, um, it, it, it wore him down. And look, he came out with like a 40-pound suit on, you know, where he had on the, the headdress and the shoulder pads and all this stuff like that. And he was waiting around in the ring for like, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes he had that on. And look, that could be an excuse or not, whatever the case might be. But one of the issues with Wilder, his legs are not strong. Take a look at his build. That guy is nothing but upper body. He's just all upper body. Uh, from his waist up, it's nothing but pure muscle. And he carries a lot of weight on those legs. Me personally, I went looking through a lot of videos, training videos over the last week or two, trying to find out if Wilder was building up his legs. And that's one of the things that I think that Wilder can go ahead and put into his arsenal is if he can build his legs up and keep his legs really, really strong, not only is that going to help him out as far as stamina is concerned, but man, that would really help him pack an even more powerful deadly punch. So I'm waiting to see what his legs look like in this fight, because if you go back to the first fight, somewhere maybe around the 10th round, you'll see his legs were getting wobbly. He was, you know, they were. They, if, it looked like he had kind of nervous legs, like where they, where it was being affected. He, he was shaking. And the same thing in the in the second fight, when he got hit behind the head, his legs never came back to him. So that's going to be one thing that I look at for Wilder in this fight. And I believe that if you don't notice a difference, then there probably was nothing done um, in that department. But I strongly believe that he needs to go ahead and get that fixed because uh, on the first two fights, I mean, his legs were just not with him. And when you have a monster like Fury, if Fury comes into this fight the way he did the last, and I believe in the last fight, it was the biggest he ever was in any professional fight. Uh, he's going to lay on top of Wilder like he did. He's going to wear out those legs. And when you have no legs, good luck. doesn't matter if you're fighting forward or fighting backwards. Um, your legs eventually are going to give out. It's going to, you know, create a lot of issues for you. So that's a big key for me. But I do believe Fury probably will change up a few things in this fight. I don't believe he'll change his weight for this particular fight. I believe he wants to come in just as big or if not bigger for this particular fight. Reason being, um, as I just mentioned, he, he, he put a lot of weight on top of Wilder and that wore him out big time. Uh, it, 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 when they were in the clinch, when they were up against the ropes, Fury was just consistently laying on him, banging on him, shouldering him, doing anything he wants to. And, you know, through a 12-round fight, that's going to wear on you, especially when the guy, you know, he's you know going 300 pounds, he's laying on top of you. It's going to wear you out. But I also believe that Fury's probably going to come into this fight with a different approach. He knew in the second fight, because he learned from the first, if I can get Wilder to back up, that's the way I can beat him because he can't set up his shots. He can't get that big bomb off, you know, coming in my direction that I'm not going to see. So he easily snuffed that out and he constantly backed up Wilder in the second fight. And Wilder had no clue, you know, how to fight like that because, I mean, let's face it, Wilder never lost before. He backed up every fighter. Every fighter was scared and they just figured, you know what, if I just back up, uh, I'm probably going to get the, you know, the, the least amount of the brunt of, you know, this massive punch he's going to throw at me. So uh, it was a situation that Wilder wasn't used to, but Fury being the bigger, stronger guy, he was able to push Wilder around the ring, 
uh, kind of the way that he wanted to. He was able to go ahead and get him up against the ropes. And uh, that's a, a position where that Wilder really hasn't been in or, or you know, a position that he was really comfortable with. So uh, I don't think Fury will change that type of game plan. He's going to go ahead and look to put Wilder in a very similar situation to where he's fighting on his back foot in a situation that he was uncomfortable with, you know, at the end of the first fight and, at, and throughout the entire second fight. So that won't change. But I do believe Fury will probably come in here with uh, a, a different look when it as as a boxer when it comes to um, what he tries to do when it comes to throwing his punches because Fury is known as a really good faint boxer and if you can figure out his feints and I believe I actually watched the first and second fight I was able to start finding here's when he's going to throw the left here's when he's going to throw the right if Wilder watches enough tape. He's going to be able to go, okay, I can see this one. I, I know what punch is coming just by the way that he's fainting uh, and certain things that he does with his gloves. He's furious, constantly moving his arms uh, around left and right, up and down, shaking them and stuff like that. So the, obviously he's going to have tendencies. I believe it gives Wilder maybe a little bit more stuff to look at on tape um, that he could probably improve from, but I'm guessing that Fury is probably going to change uh, some of those tactics when he gets into the ring. So let's talk about the third fight and some of the wagers that I like and that I'm going to bet for this particular fight. As far as a fighter is concerned, I don't know who's going to win this. I can tell you right now that Wilder is looking to go ahead and he's looking to hurt Fury on a uh, professional level, on a personal level, whatever the case might be. I can tell you right now Wilder wants to go into this one and probably try to put Fury uh, on the canvas uh, so he doesn't get up. Or he's going to try to put him in the hospital. He does not like Fury. And he's gone out there and has said things that um, I guess you could say are a little cryptic. But uh, he's looking to hurt Fury. I can tell you that right now. As far as Fury's concerned, he's probably looking to do the same thing to Wilder. But I don't believe Fury probably has that type of that type of power uh, to probably send you know Deontay to the hospital or anything like that. Could he knock him out? Sure, he could. Wilder has a really good chin. And we've seen that over the last couple of fights. So I think we see a lot of power shots thrown in this one. But one of the things that I want to go ahead and do in this particular fight is I want to go ahead and I want to play Tyson Fury to have a point deducted. Now, he had a point deducted. I believe it was in the second fight for maybe it was an elbow or something like that. Now, look, I, I think that's just Fury's makeup. He fights dirty, but he knows where that gray line is. And if the referee is willing to go ahead and let him fight and do all the things, well, maybe he'll take advantage of it. But maybe the referee doesn't even warn him. Maybe he's just maybe he does. I don't know. You know, maybe he says something like, hey, you know, slow down with the elbows or I'm going to duck the point. Uh, we don't necessarily see everything that goes on in the fight. You know, what's on video. We don't know what's being said um, or what's being said to the corner. My thinking here is that because Wilder had complained so much about all the dirty tactics, about the gloves, that we may see Fury get a point deducted in this one. Now, you guys could go ahead. You can get that on Bovada. Uh, right now, it's Tyson Fury to have a point deducted at 8-1. to one. I personally made that wager. I like that wager. And I believe there's a strong chance that we will see that happen. And one of the big reasons is because the referee that was originally signed to this fight has now been taken off this fight. Now you're going to get Russell Mora, who, if you guys know anything about boxing, he has been in a lot of controversial fights. He was actually suspended uh, because of a lot of the fights that he called. And I don't want to bring up all the fights that he had called that there were controversy in. 
but he was suspended. He did get a big fight recently. Uh, that was the Manny Pacquiao Ugas fight. So Russell Moore will be the referee for this fight. One of the reasons Moore was suspended was because in one of the fights that he had refereed, there was a fighter that constantly threw low blows and he never warned him. He never deducted a point. And I believe that Mora now is trying to go ahead and reinstate himself as a clean referee who actually is going to call a fair fight. And if he sees Fury go ahead and do what Fury normally does, because that's just Fury in a sense, like that's the way he boxes, uh, he might warn him. And it's hard for Fury to go ahead and stop, you know, the way that he fights, you know, just 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 his normal style that I would not be shocked if Mora goes ahead and deducts a point here. So I think that's a really good wager that you guys can go ahead and make. I believe we will see that happen here because the first time that Fury goes out there and he tries to go ahead and do something dirty, I guarantee you Wilder's going to say something and I guarantee you the corner's going to say something and they will ride that referee for anything that looks dirty coming from Fury. They will be on top of the referee and the referee will probably more than likely warn and deduct a point from Fury if he sees, you know, just a little bit too much of that. And here's also two things that you can consider that would probably go against Fury in this fight. Uh, due to COVID-19, uh, there are going to be far less European fans at this one because they simply can't get tickets to the fight. They can't even get into the United States. And that was one big thing that Fury actually had going in his favor in the last fight. And I believe that's one of the reasons why he was placating to the crowd so much is because he knew he had a pretty big fan base uh, at that particular fight. He will not have that same advantage into this fight. So maybe we do see far less showboating or far less, you know, placating to the crowd, placating, trying to change the minds of the judges. Now, speaking of the judges, uh, they will have one different judge that was originally supposed to go ahead and be on this fight. And if you go back to the first fight, uh, a lot of judges actually saw it Fury's way. I personally didn't. So maybe we get a new judge. So we'll end up with a new judge who wasn't a judge in that first fight. So maybe they actually see it a little bit closer for Wilder in this particular fight. And I believe that this is probably one of the less risky wagers that I have in mind is this fight to go ahead and be over and done with uh, before the eighth round. So I'm going to go ahead. And I'm going to play under seven and a half rounds uh, right now at minus 105. Now you can go ahead and you can bet this at uh, under eight and a half rounds at minus 140. I think that's a good wager as well. One of the reasons I want to make this wager is I don't believe Wilder wants to be out there any longer than he needs to be. Uh, his power will eventually diminish. His legs will eventually diminish. And he needs to go ahead and get that power shot off sooner rather than later in order to get Fury out of the fight. So I believe Wilder is going out there on a mission of destruction and pain and harm. And he's going to look to get Fury out of there uh, before this fight gets too long. As far as Fury's concerned, let's just say Wilder doesn't have the legs. Let's say Wilder hasn't really changed a whole lot of his game plan, that he's taken a little bit of a different approach. But let's just say Fury figures him out, which Fury could easily figure out any boxer uh, because he's just that classy. Fury will eventually lay on him, put all that weight on him, and eventually just start pounding down Wilder again, getting his head mentally and wear on him physically. And if you watch the second fight, you saw how much power Fury had uh, in those gloves. He was absolutely banging on Wilder, and Wilder just simply couldn't take too much more. I mean, he knocked him down with a body shot. He hit him with a head shot, although I thought it was illegal behind the head. 
And that's the way Fury fights. I mean, he throws wild haymakers too, uh, but they're just, uh, I don't want to say they're, they're illegal, but you know, they're not the most legal shots, but you know, if he hits you behind the head, hits you behind the ear, um, there's a good chance with how big he's going to come into this fight um, that Wilder can go ahead and eventually see the canvas. And if he does, you got to wonder if Wilder even gets up because, you know, at that particular point, you have to wonder, you know, how that fight's even going or if Wilder just says, you know what, I'm biting off more than I can chew. Uh, I'm not going to be able to beat this guy right now. Maybe a few years down the road, uh, they revisit this, but um, there's a chance that Fury gets on top of him and just, you know, just pounds him and tries to get him out of there uh, as soon as he possibly can. Fury has said over the last couple of days, especially with the press conferences, that he looks to get him out of there um, even quicker. And I don't believe that a lot of boxers lie. They, they they will tell you the truth, you know, of some of the some of the game plan that they have. And both guys are talking about, you know, getting them out of there um, rather early as far as to go the distance. Are you looking at minus 350 for this not to go the distance? So uh, I don't want to lay that kind of a number, but I do believe um, that these guys aren't going to be looking for, you know, 9, 10, 11, 12 round knockouts. Um, they're going to do that early. And I believe that the game plan for both guys is going to really take form early and it's going to work early. It's not going to work later. So if this gets, you know, into the into the seventh or into the eighth, there's a very good chance that this even might actually even go the distance. Uh, but I just see both fighters really going ahead, putting everything together um, to get this one over and done with early. So I'll make that wager. I'll do the under seven and a half rounds minus 105. Uh, I'll probably even do the under eight and a half at minus 140. I'll also do the Tyson Fury to have a point deducted at eight to one. As far as my prediction on the fight, I don't know how this goes. I honestly don't. I think this could go so many different ways. Uh, I could see this being stopped for disqualification. I could see this being a first-round knockout. Uh, more than likely, that would probably come by uh, Wilder. I could see the referee maybe stepping in and stopping the fight. Maybe Fury's just putting too much of a beating on Wilder. Maybe the corner's throwing the towel. Uh, I just believe there's so many different things that could happen in this particular fight. One, because of the size of the guys. Two, because of the power. And three, because of the history right now um, that we don't know how these, that we are not going to really have a good idea of who how this fight's going to go. I'm personally rooting for Wilder because I believe he is the cleaner boxer um, as far as which guy is more professional in the ring. I personally don't like Fury's tactics. I don't have a problem with Fury. Uh, as a fighter, um, he's he's you know one of the best that we're probably ever going to see. But I just don't agree with exactly how he goes into boxing matches and how he actually boxes people. Uh, I do think he's dirty. Um, that's just my personal opinion. You guys could have your own personal opinion, but I do believe that you know he's a dirty boxer and has a lot of dirty tactics that you know he pushes in that gray area and some even into the red area. Uh, I would rather just see a boxer go out there and you know, do his thing. And I understand that Fury fought back a lot of demons. Uh, there was a lot of mental issues with him. He was an awesome success story. Uh, absolutely great for boxing. I'm glad that he actually is fighting uh, because he's made the heavyweight division, you know, absolutely relevant again. So I love him for that. But as far as, you know, picking a boxer on who I would rather win this fight, I'd rather see Wilder win because I believe he does everything out of professionalism for the sport. So it's hard for me to pick either guy. I don't know if I could pick Wilder here. Um, he, he's, you know, catching a decent price here at plus 220. 
Uh, and if you like Fury, you're, you know, you're laying anywhere from, you know, minus 320 to probably minus 280, uh, which I don't want to do that. But I will go ahead and say this. After watching the second fight, I told myself, I said, there is no way in hell that I'm betting on Wilder if there's a third fight just because of how dominant Fury looked. And if Fury comes into this fight and it looks anything like the last, there's no way in hell that Wilder is going to beat him unless he just gets really lucky and lands a big shot. And I believe the shot that Wilder can knock Fury out with is going to be a straight right down the pike, right in Fury's face that he is not expecting because he can see that wild right hook coming from Wilder because Fury can see that wild right hook coming from Wilder, he has to go ahead and decide to throw the right from a different angle. And I believe that that's one of the reasons why Wilder changed his coaches is because he needs to understand and he, he needs to go ahead and figure out how he can get that right hand power shot flush on Fury. And I actually don't think through the first two fights that Wilder has hit Fury with his best shot. And I believe that in the second fight, we even heard a little bit of Wilder even mentioning like, you know, yeah, I got you, but I didn't get you 100%. And I think Wilder's really looking to go ahead and land that punch. So uh, that will be my prediction. If Fury does go down, it's not going to be from the right hook. It's going to be a right straight down the pike, right at Fury's face, maybe break his nose, knock him out. Uh, We saw Wilder throw one of those particular punches and land it on Luis Ortiz, and that looked uh, that looked dangerous. Uh, Ortiz is, was out cold. Uh, he folded, and he's a big dude. He's you know he's he's a big big dude. He folded like a sack of potatoes. It was actually quite scary because Wilder has that type of power um, that that could put you in the hospital or potentially you know kill you. So I think that's the way that Wilder ends that one. And as far as Fury, I just think it would just be a consistent long term round after round after round. Um, just constant beating and laying on top of Wilder where uh, Wilder mentally falls out of it. His legs fall out of it. And we see kind of a carbon copy of what we saw in the second fight. So I'm not going to pick a fighter to win. I will root for Wilder just because I respect him a little bit more. But I believe that the two wagers that I gave you guys are probably the best wagers that I can find uh, in terms of value. So that'll wrap up the pod, guys. I'm glad I got to talk a little bit about boxing. One of my favorite sports, I watch a lot of boxing on the weekends. I know I don't post stuff uh, to you guys, but if any of you guys do like boxing, uh, feel free to hit me up in my DMs or something like that. We could always talk boxing. Uh, I bet boxing, I don't want to say every weekend, but uh, more often than not, I I always have a little bit of boxing action as far as wagers going on. But you guys know where to find me uh, at sleepyj underscore pregame. You guys know where to find me at pregame.com and at thebettingpredators.com. I'd like to wish you guys all the best of luck. Hopefully you guys enjoy the fight on Saturday night. Enjoy the fight.